The following podcast is considered for a mature audience and should only be listened to by an adult. If you're not an adult, please go and get an adult so that you can watch them as they try to awkwardly explain all of the dumb shit that we're about to say. Listener discretion is advised. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box. With your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 99, all is not what it seems in Florida. Dogs are a man's best friend, but one Colorado man is really testing that friendship, if you ask me. Plus, Vin Diesel is back in Fast and Furious 743. That's coming up in the movie review and much, much more. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man in San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hey, Kush, how you doing, buddy? Coming all the way live from the home of Super Bowl 60, Mike Fish. Kush Ooh. Hayes here. Come to you. It's the People's Podcast, the original waffle box. You accept no substitutions because it is the best part of Wednesdays. I'm having a blast, dude. I am hoping that the Lakers get swept by the uh, Denver Nuggets. If, if that does happen, if that has happened already, because shit is crazy, man. I um, As you can guess, the Warriors did not advance. And, uh, well, the, the, the LA Lakers stole, uh, stole, stole that victory from us. And then they went on to fight the Denver Nuggets. This morning on Facebook, a friend of mine who I would assume is reasonably intelligent posted a photo of a, an NBA memorandum. Uh, now, I've seen the font before. Like, I, I see this paperwork all over the place because I've been to – I go to, I work a lot of NBA events. So the paperwork is legit. Like, it's, it's the font. But then, like, the body of the text, it's just lots of weird random numbers, and it's it's – the, the thought process behind this photo is the NBA rigged the finals again, brah. And, you know, it's like down to the detail of like the Lakers are going to beat the Nuggets in game six in Los Angeles. And like my friend clearly didn't read this because as, as I said, Denver is up three, nothing. And they're going into the fourth game right now, as we are recording this. So it was just like, this is all mathematically impro- improbable. Someone clearly took this off a wall edited out the original uh, body of it, and then just is having a little fun. Like, if something like this absolutely did exist, it would be all over the news. It would This just is like be... an offshoot of that, it's... like, oh, there's before the NFL season begins, everyone, every player gets their scripts and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's a thing in the NFL then as well. Okay, yeah. Um, More. I did a series of microdoses on this last may so that's going to be my plug for this week uh go back and check out me talking with pro wrestling hall of famer jameel hemphill and we break down why the nba probably isn't rigging these games probably not it's 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 a i mean it's not impossible they could there was a referee 20 years ago there's a great netflix document uh documentary on it about how this dude was literally shaving points off the game like he was controlling the game in his own way so like he can make the mafia lots of money um but that was one dude who was going in on himself and like there, there wasn't a boardroom sitting at an oak table going hmm denver and four yeah, yeah like, 
if everyone you like I say every now and again there'll be one person involved fixing a couple of games to try to make some money and it always comes out do you seriously think every single player of every single team would be able to keep a secret like this ridiculous absolutely ridiculous that was my main thesis that's my main argument thank you mike fish for making that for me yes so you get it um to be fair to my friend now he is missing just a tiny part of his brain from a from a tumor that was operated on so it's it's you know technically any small part of your brain missing is a bad thing so i'm just gonna give him the benefit of that doubt but come on guys like there are other people out there who believe this shit too let's let's you know do do some do some extra checking you know check sports illustrated uh or or the chronicle like this is this is gonna be a big deal if this thing ever even existed so it's anyways oh glad we got that out but other than that how was your weekend mellow yeah we saw some we saw some fast x which we'll get into later tonight and then uh what uh, new ted lasso came out we enjoyed that oh, i haven't yeah. seen the latest episode all right well mum's the word oh, God damn, every episode's so good on that show every episode mm. uh do you know what? i'm I pretty what gd delightful i'm uh i had a pretty I, I, on sunday i i guess i did a little walking a lot of drink i went to a farmer's market in brooklyn not, not brooklyn mm. sorry jersey okay. city and then went to a brewery in Jersey City with dogs. In this walk, did a lot of walking, drinking in the sun. Do you know what? I haven't, I haven't recovered. I still feel a little bit pooped. A little pooped. Okay. Good. So I apologize. I just sound a little bit. Hmm. Maybe. As you can see, for those watching on YouTube, I haven't got much protection up there anymore. It's all receding yeah. generously. Yeah, so. You normally wear a hat. This is, this is quite shocking. I normally wear a hat for this because I'm very. It's far too lazy to do my hair, but I wasn't going to wear a hat when it was like 80 degrees. That, oh. that, would, that would fry what little brain I have left. And then I'd be on <laughs> the internet talking about how baseball's fixed or scripted. Mm. Yeah, but there you go. Mm. Lathan, producer Lathan, who I cheap plug, I, I noticed yeah. he's joined Twitter okay. now. You can follow him at producer Lathan. Uh, Lathan, how was your weekend? My weekend was good, thank you for asking. I watched a lot of sports ball, and for the life of me, I cannot work out the appeal of golf. If you ask me, they should try to jazz things up a bit, like fireworks every time someone gets the ball in the hole, and you can never go wrong with some cheerleaders. Yes, the Masters is currently... Yeah, I, I, I'm i with Leighton on this one. It needs to be... like They need to add a little bit of danger in there, like maybe like, you know, like sharks in the water hazards. You know what I mean? Well, now you're now talking. If you're playing in Shorts Florida. freaking laser beams. Laser beams. If you, if you are playing in Florida, there is a chance a gator might jump out of a water hazard. That that has been recorded before. So, um, but I hear you guys. I totally hear you guys. It's um, I appreciate the difficulty of golf, but I don't understand the appeal either. I mean, again, it's difficult. If everyone could do it, everyone would. But but still, it's yeah. It's I think it's just an excuse to get away from the wife and just drink beer in the park. Like I don't think you're doing anything else. I guess this but when you can see people in like in the bleachers watching them tee off and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I can get. It. But it's the people that's just standing around all day around like just that. That's yeah. 
I've worked one golf tournament. I was stationed at one specific hole. I don't know what number. We sat there for three hours. I, I took a nap on the green for a bit. And then all of a sudden, someone showed up and it was like, go, 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 go. Ball drops in the hole. Okay, everybody. That's a wrap. Let's go. Good job, team. Good job. Good job, team. Exactly. Um, and then we spent five hours striking a 18th hole course. Uh, and that sucked. But there was an army of us, so. Yeah, fuck off. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> uh, still to come, of course, this episode, episode 99, episode 100 is next week. Ooh, which one lucky viewer or listener can win that $100 Amazon gift card? So we've got that special winning word coming up. Don't forget, if you haven't already caught the other two words, Go back to episode 97 and 98 to pick up those last two words. And then later on, get those typing, those words, and you could win $100. More on that coming up a little bit later. But for now, producer Leifan, if you could do the honors and push those buttons, because now it's time for this week's top stories. It's now time for this week's top stories. After next week, there's going to be 25, over 25 hours of nonstop waffle box, like from end to end. Like that's just an average. If we, we normally, we, we definitely go over an hour, but if every episode was just an hour, there'd be 25 hours of us nonstop out there. Wait, I believe you need to get a calculator, Mr. Mr. Hayes. I did. Because if, if on average each episode is an hour, Mm-hmm. And we do a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. Where did you get twenty five hours from? So Six hundred minutes. Huh? Right. Mm-hmm. So Six hundred minutes would be ten episodes, ten hours. No. You, right. You shut up. So one hour an episode. All right. Break this down. Times one hundred episodes equals 100 hours. So four days then. Yeah, a little bit over four days. I'll give you that one. All right. So you could you could start on Monday. That's even more impressive. You'll be going Thursday night. My That's God, what a way impressive. to spend a week. All right, on that note, let's get into these top stories. Speaking of strange intelligence florida all is not what it seems in florida when police in florida speaking of gators in florida which you brought up earlier they was uh reported there was an alligator on the beach in florida dun 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 and so Obviously, the police were called, or the animal catchers, whatever, were called. And then one brave officer had to go up because the alligator wasn't moving. So, oh, is it, is it sleeping? Is it dead? Is it just waiting to eat me? Probably. And so he went up and went. And the alligator crumbled because it was in sand 
uh, sand sculpture. <laughs> so yes, many officers had to waste their day doing that, and the the Treasure Island Police Department wrote on their Facebook page, "Crikey!" Which I'm assuming that was their little way of making a joke about um, Steve Irwin. He's dead. Had some respect. Crikey! Look at the size of that gator. I don't know why I'm doing the Australian accent now. Look at the size of that gator. One of our officers tried rounding up on Treasure Island Beach last night. Apologize to everyone in Australia. Um, the video shows an officer poking the tail of the, quote, not reptile, and learning it was actually well-designed sand sculpture. Quote, we love the talented people creating works of art in the sand, but with it being turtle nesting season, remember to flatten sandcastle and sculptures before you leave. The sea turtles will thank you. Hmm, sure, that's what... Yeah, no, it's... Oh, no, think about the sea... Not the fucking... Could you just flatten so I don't get called for, like, another alligator? Like, I'm sure that took some... You had to get many people involved. They probably, like, in the in the parking lot, the big, like, cycling themselves up. Oh, my God, have you got the net? Have you got the big net? Have you got the tank? Oh, my God. Probably took hours. Fucking... Still. You ever Google it? It's a pretty impressive alligator. There you go. Imagine that. Could you imagine? What other, what other, what's, uh, what could, what other animals could they do just to scare people? Like, or maybe they could just keep pushing it and go nuts and like be like aliens, sand aliens. Sand really, aliens. Really would, would it be the fun. little skinny gray guys with the big heads? Because I don't, I don't know if that'd be such structurally sound with just sand. Well, you'd, you'd sculpt it to make it look like it was maybe like sunbathing. Like the alien was like, oh, chilling out on the beach. Maybe a hippo. I know hippos aren't in Florida, but you know, it's, it's big. Could be scary. So there you go. Scared police in Florida. Next story. This one's funny, Kush. Oh. Um, because oh, a funny. brewery, which is in somewhere has decided to change the name of one of its award-winning beers after customers said something wasn't quite right about the name. Let's just oh, say no. that. So the beer the brewery... in somewhere is suspect. Mm. So the brewery... Everyone's been somewhere. Uh, called Moon Gazer Brewery named several of its, quote, hair-inspired beers. Yeah. Um, from a medieval poem called Names of the Hare. And as it started to sell its drinks further and field, some people were misunderstanding the name of this one. So the owner, Mr. Moongazer, as he likes to call himself, so he you know his... This guy definitely was like at Woodstock in the 60s. Yeah, man, I'm Mr. Moongazer. Um, they were recently sitting in a pub beer garden and overheard a man showing his pint of his beer to his friend and uh, proclaiming, quote, now this beer is totally lush. So I'm going to assume we're talking somewhere in Wales. Uh, have you ever heard that phrase before? Lush. Oh, this is lush. Yes. Yeah, but it's usually like to describe like the thickness of someone's hair. Mm -hmm. Very lush no. hair. Uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can sign on that. Um, but yeah, apparently it's, it's, it's really very tasty. Very oh, this is lush. This is lush. Okay. Um, so yeah, the guy said, "Now this beer is totally lush." 
There was a short pause before he continued. Name's a bit racist, though. So, <laughs> Mr. Oh. Moongazer said this made, made us stop and reflect. Beer should be should do one simple thing, bring pleasure. So if the beer, or more accurately its name, was moving away from that, it was time for a change. That beer, my friend, was Moongazer's White Face. They named the beer White Face. Now, I guess I think I think we're I think we're overlooking something here, Mike. But I see where you're going with this. What's that? What were we overlooking here? I don't know. I, I mean, just White Face. I don't know. Like, I actually looked up this poem. And the part in question reads, beat the pad, white face, funk the ditch, shit ass. So I guess if they had to use a part of this poem to name the beer, white face was probably a better choice than shit ass. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. Is that a real poem? It's a, it's a, apparently it's a real poem from uh, the 1300s. But yeah, I, I could imagine huh. white face would be way better than, oh, do you know what? Oh, do you know what? Let's, let's head down the pub tonight. I fancy a pint of shit ass. It's probably not. Mm. It's probably not going to sell that well. Um, but they changed the name There's to a lot of ass eating happening these days. Hmm, <laughs> fermented ass. I don't understand your generation, and I know no. it's not your generation, Mike. I'm just saying. So the new name is Cheeky Jack. And it's a play on the American name for a hare, Jack Rabbit. Yeah, a cheeky Jack, cheeky Jacks. Right. Clear, so clearly, I'm not the hair guy. Um, no, it's hair yeah, as in like, as in like the, oh, the, the rabbit. rabbit cousin. But still, cheeky why Jack. name all of your beers after a shitty animal? Like the only experience I have with hares is that they're having a race for tortoise and they were a bit of a dick flash dick and they end up losing the race anyway fuck the hairs right 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 fuck the hairs down hashtag down with the hairs hmm. ah this this story this story is a good place it's a favorite of mine um so a driver was pulled over for speeding in colorado recently and you know sometimes when you're like okay right i'm speeding I might have had a little bit too much to drink and now I'm being pulled over. Okay. I need to think fast. I'm not saying you have, because I haven't had that situation, but you know, put yourself, you know, put yourself in that, you know, put yourself in that role. So you're in that situation, right? You're about to get pulled over. You know, you've had probably too much to drink. So you can't Uh, think fast, think fast. How can I get out of this situation? uh, How can I myself another drink? <laughs> helps calm the nerves, but uh, yeah, how are you gonna? How am I gonna get? How am I gonna convince this officer not to breathalyze me? Flash a titty. Flash titty. That's good. I like that. However, I mean, unless you're like an over, you know, a bulky fella, most men probably haven't got that many titties to show. So this guy had a great idea. He decided to swap seats with his dog. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> this guy thought, oh. I know how I can get away with this. This is, 
I'll put the dog in the driving seat. I would love to see the dashboard cam of that, just seeing the man, the man's silhouette in the car in front of the cop car, doing the swapperoo and acting like nothing, like, like, like this is normal. Of course the dog is driving. Why wouldn't the dog be driving? I mean, his feet wouldn't be able to hit the pedals. This is a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, the police well, officer in Colorado said he saw the man move over to the passenger seat on Saturday night shortly before, insisting he wasn't behind the wheel. Brilliant. Oh, boy. So, and this is, this could be my, you know, this is our favorite segment. The favorite, my favorite word in all stories. What is it, Kush? What's my favorite word whenever it's brought up in these kind of situations? Cunt nugget. That, okay, what is my second favorite word? Because that definitely is my favorite word. <laughs> I don't know why Zoom just gave me a thumbs up here for saying that. Um, I don't know. Cunt nugget. No, allegedly. Allegedly oh, is my favorite That's word. That's a good one. That's so it is. Word. So the video, allegedly, he showed signs of drunkenness. Now, Again, a guy who gets pulled over, swaps seats with his dog, puts the dog in a driver's seat and says, I wasn't driving. Look, look at him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was fucked up. Like, there's, no, there's no allegedly in that. I mean, he'd um, have to be fucked up to let the dog drive. Come on, man. That's what are we thinking here? Dogs like, can't drive a car. <laughs> like they got no thumbs. It would literally just be their paws doing this. Like it'd be like sliding down honking. Like, well, obviously that's be an automatic transmission. Yeah, Even automatic, it. like it, it, it'd be like. Anyway, you have to put like the the extenders on the the pedals and everything. Um, so yeah, it's alleged that he showed visible signs of drunkenness and ran away from the officer when asked how much alcohol he had consumed. Again, bad sign if an officer says, how much have you had to drink? And you just run. Again, probably not helping yourself. Kind of a tell. It's kind yeah. of a tell. Uh, but the suspect didn't get far as he was caught just 18 meters away. After being checked over in hospital, the driver was held on suspicion of charges including driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Also, even if they believe that he should be like endangering an animal, why are you letting this animal drive this car? And then metaphorically throwing the dog under the bus as well by making yeah. him the rat. You are, you know, you are under arrest for like not cool, dude. Not cool. Friends don't do that to other friends. Yeah, I agree. I just wonder the don't. whole time while this guy's bolting down a highway, getting chased, and I'm assuming tased or something. This dog's like in the, in <laughs> the driver's seat, him. like, was that a good boy? Did I, was that a good boy? That's a good boy. Was that a good boy? I hope they took that dog away from him. Um, I will. I'm, I'm, I would count on it. Last story of the week. And this one is the controversial one. Don't know if you've seen social media is ablaze with this story. People are not happy. 
I don't know. What happened? Did Donnie Osmond pass away? No, I think he's alive and safe, thankfully. As a recording. Jesus, if he dies before this podcast comes out. Oh, my God. T's and P's to the Osmond family. Um, but Martha Stewart has become the oldest <laughs> Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover star. So, yes, the businesswoman and presenter was one of four cover models chosen for the issue alongside Megan Fox, musician Kim Petras, no idea, and model Brooks Nader. No idea. Uh, Miss Stewart was photographed in various swimsuits. Oh, oh, can you hear me? For some reason, my microphone switched from my thing to the AirPods back to the microphone. Okay, good. We're good. But yeah. So your people are all kicking up, right, about this. I don't understand, quite frankly, because oh, what an eighty-one-year-old on the the cover of is she eighty-one? She's eighty-one. And may I say, fascinating for an eighty-one-year-old. Not bad. That's what I'm saying. Not bad. All right. Not bad. Not bad. I've seen the one photo. I've seen the one photo. It was very tasteful. Mm. Um, oh, she's a classy gal. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. she's one of these who would like do like if she ever did like a porno, she would just be like, "It's, it's going to be tasteful, right? It's going to be tasteful." Um, but yeah, people kicking up because she's eighty-one years old. No, I don't care. I'm kicking off because maybe you know I must admit I've never read. And uh, an edition, um, uh, what do they call it? Is it issue? An issue of Sports Illustrated. An issue. Never purchased one. But who's in the name? Why is Megan Fox, Kim Petras, Brooks Nader, and Martha Stewart on the cover of a magazine called Sports Illustrated? Absolutely Surely this should be illustrations of sports. Is that, is that, am I, am I just uh. like. In the case of Martha Stewart, I can argue that diet is as much a part of sports these days as anything else. Oh, you're pushing so it. She, she, I'm pushing it. Uh, she's not even a cook, so I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. So that's that's the rum. Excuse me. Um, yeah, no, Megan Fox is just an actress. I don't believe she. I don't even think this woman plays lacrosse or anything. Um, and again, it's... I don't know who the other two ladies are. So maybe they are athletes as well. Uh, well, but, yeah. Kim Petrus is a musician and Brooks Nader is a model. That's it. Yeah. But this is like this. Well, the sports. Again, I have zero issues with your age. It's it's. Yeah. This is like Mel Brooks being announced as NFL MVP. So like, wait, what? He doesn't even play sport. <laughs> what? And people said, "Oh, he's far too old to win." What? Forget the age. What's he doing he in this category? A- very funny he would give a very funny speech during halftime I, that, that would, would motivate be the, and entertain i would definitely That's watch the nfl honors show that yeah, yeah. That in happened. the past sports illustrated swimsuit issue was literally just you know it had 16 pages of hot looking chicks in bikinis and they they were never athletes they were always always models um cindy crawford is like the only one coming to my mind right now she might need to might not even been in an issue, but still. Uh, so, 
Yeah, it's uh, they're loosey goosey with the rules, Mike Fish. But yeah, Martha Stewart, eighty-one. That's crazy. That's yeah. I don't. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Good for her. Good for her. She feels comfortable doing that. Well, there you go. Zoom just give you another thumbs up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Zoom approves. Uh, Zoom approves. Stewart. Morally approved. You said the right thing, as opposed to the wrong. Yeah, that's all the story. So yeah, if you, you don't worry, Mark, just enjoy the photos. If you don't like, if you if you're not into older women, then just skip to to, to Megan Fox or something. It is a different day and age, man. Eighty one was my grandmother once upon a time. It is. It is I'm just sure she would look great in in the in a swimsuit. Cannot no. confirm. Can only deny that. But but she would have appreciated the thought. She'd yeah. be like, <laughs> Mike. Nanakush. Swimsuit edition. Anyway. Mm. Let's move on to some other people that are achieving things with their lives much more than me. It's this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, this week's Dumb World Record is one of my favorite types of world record or Dumb World Record because it's one of those where, you know what, this this is this is a Dumb World Record for sure's, for sure's is, but it's one of those where this this could quite easily been used in this week's feel-good story. So it's, it's a, I, I like those. I like those Dumb Worlds, right? So we'll start with the dumb part. All so right. an Australian strongman broke the Guinness World Record for fastest time to spin a Ferris wheel with his bare hands. Wait, what? Yeah. So there was a Ferris wheel in Australia, and I guess they took oh. the handbrake off. And he just grabbed hold of it and was and he spent so, so, it. So not the itty bitty thing that'll not the itty bitty thing at the playground that'll hold like six to ten kids, like the thing with the horses that, that goes up and the, the music. No. Wow. The thing where you get in and then you wait till you get to the top and then you go to the young lady in there and she's like, wait, quick, no one can see. Whoop, whoop. Ever go on that? Ever go on that? That thing. He spun that fucking thing with his bare hands. Fascinating. <laughs> are you, Your carnivals are you... in the UK seem to be a lot more fun than ours out here. Wow. Oh, in the UK, everything is just an elaborate way to try to get a blowy. All right. Good approved, King. Um, so Troy Connolly Magnuson, I feel like, did you ever used to watch World's Strongest Men? Uh, not regularly, but I've seen episodes. I, I I'm feel aware of that it. every person that wins World's Strongest Men, their last name is Magnuson or something like that. It sounds epic. Oh, yeah. yeah um, it does, as it should. So this 39 year old, uh, went to Sydney's Luna Park and 
span the Ferris wheel full 360 in 16 minutes and 55 seconds. Wow. It's pretty, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. <laughs> no. no, I probably need like 16 days, but I'll get it eventually. Oof. Need to take a nap. But um, <laughs> the beauty of Dunwall Record is, you know, off your why, why did you decide to do this? Right, we never find out why you decided to do this, but we, we never find what, out the why. What it was in aid of, and this is where the feel good section comes into it. So he did it to raise funds for the charity Little Wings, which benefits seriously ill children and their families. Conley Magnuson, Magnuson dedicated his attempt to the memory of an 11-year-old named Zach who died last year. Quote, he was the strongest 11-year-old I'd ever met and my absolute hero. The strongman told Guinness World Records that this record is dedicated to his memory and strength which far outweighs mine. Right. I... Well, we got to raise a glass to that one. Yeah. That's lovely. She is Troy Conley Magnuson. You've done a great thing for a great cause, but still, I'm sure there were easy ways, but fair play to you. And spinning. I wonder, there wasn't anyone on it, though. That would have been really... That, that's... That would have been more impressive. It would have been more impressive, but it's been very boring for the people on it. Like so, even on it, it takes like eight hours for you just to get to the top. But then going back to what we were previously saying, it's going to take you eight hours to come back. Plenty of time. Mm -hmm. While you're down there, anyway, still to come. On this week's Waffle Box, Chris Hayes is reviewing Fast X, which I'm still, shout out to my buddy Alex Middleton, still should definitely be called Fast 10, your seatbelt. Totally missed the trick out on that. Um, and much, much more. Plus, coming up after the break, we've got this week's winning word. So you want to stick around. And we will be right back after this short message from our not sponsors. Mmm, when I bite into a York peppermint patties, I'm getting the sensation of a little bit shivers tippy-toeing up and down my spine. Mm. York peppermint patty, get the sensation. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Welcome back to Waffle Box, episode 99. Still coming, movie review and all that stuff. 99. But it is the middle of the show, so it's the perfect time to play the middle of the show quiz. As always, I've got five questions for Mr. Hayes. The whole purpose of the game is to get at least three out of five, not five out of five, but the sweep. This week's theme of the quiz, as it is Wednesday, May 24th, we are celebrating Mr. Tommy Chong's 85th birthday. Happy birthday, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong, well overdue for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Right? He looks a lot older than Martha Stewart. 
she has definitely aged yes. better than him. <laughs> and work you, oh. you, you know, rumor has it she she also likes to uh partake in the the the, the, the vegetables, shall we say. Mm. The greenery mm. of this earth. But anyway, so yeah, I put up together five questions about Tommy Chong. Let's see how good you do. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you familiar with Mr. Chung's work? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. That is a wrong jingle, Nathan. That is the, we're not playing Countdown. Cuz, what are you doing? Anyway. Let's try again. Question number one. There we go. <clears throat> So we're going to start off with some questions about his family. What was family life? Oh. So... Don Chong. Tommy has a daughter named Sydney. And she starred in a movie alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger. Can you name Ray what Don that Chong. movie was? Oh, um... Commando. Was Commando. Well done. Well done. That's one. Give me a tick on that one. Tick. Question number two. He has about like four hits, but some of them aren't famous, so I don't really care about those. But he also has a son that's an actor. What character in The Matrix did Tommy Chung's son play? Wow, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, Dozer. Oh, now Tommy Chung's tank. son, Marcus Chung, played Tank. He was. He was Tank. 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 Wait a second. Ah. Tank from the Matrix is Tommy Chung's son. I think I need to lie down for a moment. Yeah, I was like that. I was like, what the? F really? Holy shit. I had to spend way more time on that, researching that to make sure. Is Wick someone Wikipedia fucking with me? But no, there you go. Marcus Chung. He played Huey Newton in Panther right after The Matrix. Fun facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Question number three. Name the movie that Tommy Chung made his acting debut. This one should be easy. Up and smoke. Up and smoke. Yeah. Hey, far out. I mean, they did three or four movies, but there's, and they were all the same movie, uh, except for the Corsican Brothers. They, they tried to do something different there, and no one liked it. Never ever seen a Chichen Chong movie. Never, never seen. I couldn't go. I wouldn't recommend you out, go out of way, honestly. It's dated humor. It's oh, weird. I bet. Question number four. Which sitcom did Chummy Chung star as the owner of a photo hut for 65 episodes? Uh, I want to say that 70s show. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> that was Correct. actually really good timing, Mike. Thanks. I feel like you're waiting for that. I was. I... I, I I was, as I tweeted you 
the other day. I I had this whole thing finished up like Friday. I was very prepared this week. That's really good producing on your end, dude. By the way, thank you for 99 episodes. You're welcome. We'll, we'll get to the mushy stuff later. Don't worry. Well, maybe no, we'll save it for next week. We'll save it for next week. Um, save it for next week. So you've already got three. Congratulations. So this is, this one's just for fun, I guess. Just for Question fun. number five. Now this one is, this one is definitely a fun fact. Just the facts, ma'am. Tommy Chung was in a musical group that once had an opening act named the Jackson Five. Can you name the musical group that no. Tommy Chung was met on? Just gonna <laughs> keep up like that. Oh, I... Yeah. First time hearing of this, I'm fascinated by it. What is it? I'm gonna give you an uh -uh for that one. It was Bobby no, no, Taylor. No, no, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's. He was he was a Vancouver. Apparently, because he's, he's okay. Canadian. He is from Canada. Canada. But there That's you go. That's right. Three out of five. Congratulations. Uh, you are a winner. I got lucky. You win. Okay, I'm going. Ray Don Chong. It's Ray Don Chong, mother. And you're like, is, is that one of his other sons? you the question yet. No, that's, that's, the, that's his daughter. Oh. The chicken commando. Oh, R A E, not R A Y. Uh, you sure? Let's go with that. Anyway, next segment. Next segment. It's time to save some poor, unsuspecting soul from taking on uh, 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 their, their, their potential future partner to a terrible first, second, or third date. It's now time for this week's. Trapdoor segment. Ah! Ah! So yes, trapdoor segment, trapdoor segment. As always, what I'm going to do is give Kush Hayes four options of things. And he has to tell us which one is going to be sent down the trapdoor into oblivion, never to be heard from again. This week, we have stumbled across the letter H. H. However you want to say it. H. And these are, of course, date night ideas. And if you're the first time listening to this segment, then just to be clear, this has to be a first, second, or third date. So we can't get away with the whole, you know, oh, you've been on 50 dates and you've been married two years, so you know each other. This is first, second, or third dates. So still just to getting to know you, the feeling out process and all that. Okay, so this week's four options are H, R, going to a hayride. Horseback riding. Mm -hmm. Getting involved in a little bit of hot yoga. Ooh, get steamy. Or a hop on slash hop off bus tour so i repeat those four options are hayride horseback riding hot yoga or hop on hop off bus tour good haze what would you recommend our listeners slash viewers do or what don't what what is a hop on hop off bus tour so basically there's like a, there's a series of buses going around oh. say a city 
sure. And then once you're like, oh, I want to look at that, you hop off the bus. And then you have a look around. And then after like 30 minutes, as an example, one of the other tour buses come around, you just hop on that one. And then you get off when you want to look at some shit. If you never, they do it. That sounds awful. (laughs) If they they do, I've not known it to be that uh, or definitely never been on it. So, well, that's bodes well for that option then. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so let's break it down here. Hayride, I going in this, I thought Hayride was going to be our weakest option. However, I, I think it's been superseded. Am I giving spoilers? Maybe I don't know. Grow up, whatever. Hayride is nice. Uh, the only problem is, is you or this your significant other to be allergic to hay? It, it is a thing. Being around livestock and all that could just set the whole thing off. If if they're not um it's a good time it's you know you you sit on a block of hay on a horse horse drawn cart and then you're like oh look at nature in all its glory oh oh mosquitoes ah <laughs> and then you come to a campfire and you, you roast marshmallows and have some cocoa uh, all right it's, sounds it's, romantic it's a cute first date but i don't it, it feels like way out of the way, but it's not the worst one here. Uh, what, what do we got here? The uh, motherfucker, what did you have here? Number horseback two, riding? horseback riding. Yeah, it's in the same vein. I I think I want to know where there's a stable. I, it's probably a Google lookup. Again, it seems like something that's way out of the way for, for most people. It's it's not the worst, but unless you live again, is this person farm. allergic to horses? You can't just um, keep saying, well, if you're allergic to this thing. Everybody's allergic to everything these days. Everybody's allergic to everything these days, except for like fentanyl and alcohol. It's it's really weird. It's really weird. It's a weird time. Like uh, Anyway, hot yoga, great excuse to see your future significant other in her skivvies. But the worst one is the, the goddamn hop on, hop off bus tour. I suppose the only salvation in that, like, is if, if this does go shitty, you can just escape on a regular bus. Like, I'm out of here. Yeah, oh, oops, sorry, I got in the wrong bus. See you never. So. So is that your final decision? Bus tour. Bus tour. Oh, I don't know. Just Kush just ruined the lives of tourists everywhere. Just because, just in case, what if someone's allergic to buses no one now take a hop on hop off that was a good impression dude thanks so yeah that's that i did i did say that what if they're allergic speaking of to still give a bit of a cheap plant to the old story right um so if you go to at producer lathan on twitter You'll be able to see, yep, Lathan's got his own little mini show on his Twitter page called Lathan's Logic, where you can uh, check out his little thoughts on this particular subject each week. Um, spoiler alert, it was going to be its own little standard line mini po- podcast, but it was really, you know, we struggled to get over a minute. So I'm not going to upload a minute. You know, I appreciate some people like short podcasts, but one minute's kind of pushing it. So it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty, I just, I just convinced him just to get on Twitter. 
Anyway, he talks about dogs at breweries. Basically, that's all that's all I'm giving you. You have to go to at producer Lathan to check out Lathan's logic. And as I mentioned last weekend, I went to a brewery, right? And so mm. we was there. I think it was great. Great. It's great. Nine two brewery, Jersey City. Check it out. Cheap plug. You can sponsor us if you want. But um so we was there with dogs, right? And there's people there. So we're on a rooftop. There's like people, families there having a great time. Okay. And then a child comes up to us. A child approaches us and asks very politely if he can if he can pet the dog. Pet one of our dogs, right? And so I'm like, hey, you ask nicely. Have at it. Fill your boots, right? Which I thought was adorable. This little kid loving the little doggy. And then like the parent was there, just making sure that, you know, everything's on the up and up, right? And then I don't know what happened. Either whether the parent got bored or he just saw an opportunity to get out. He just fucks off and goes back to his table and he's hanging out with his friends. Like now, apparently, I'm a babysitter. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, kind of. But you, you can always cut that shit short and just like, all right, that's enough. You now go back to your dad. Like, no, what made real was, was at some point the dog, who was friendly as hell, but obviously, I guess after a certain point, she was like, all right, I've had enough of this child. So the dog gets up climbs under our table and lays down under there. It's just that's that I want to be left alone now, right? Sure. This kid did not take no for an answer. And the next minute, there's, there's a <laughs> child crawling under our table between my legs. I'm like, what? Where is your guardian? No, at that point, that's when you throw the time out and say, like, hey, get, the, get, get out from under there. No. Yeah, so other than that, was there was there, there was a time where any adult could tell any kid what to do, and that child would have to listen. And if they didn't, that adult could strike them. Those were the days. I think they were, honestly. Back when children respected their elders. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can you tell you I only come... mouthed off once. <laughs> And you always came home to a hot-cooked meal. And if it wasn't ready, black eye. And she was happy about it. She respected you for it. That's a little <laughs> much, but okay. Straight to the moon. Or whatever that phrase was. Ah. Anyway, before we head into the movie segment, uh, it's now time for this week's winning word. Now remember, boys and girls, this is the third and final one. So if you haven't heard the others, make sure you go back to episode 97 and 98 to click the other winning words. And then once you hear this word, you can go to your email machine, type all three words in there and send it to it. Enjoy at enjoywafflebox at gmail.com where you can be in a chance to win $100 in Amazon gift card. Now make sure... And we're not repeating the word parsnip or Persephone. Yes. Spoiler alert, those are not the words, so don't get tricked. 
into Mr. Hayes' little trap there. Um, but yeah, as this is the final week, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, T's and C's, well, there is no real T's and C's. Just make sure in the email, you have the three words that were mentioned. And also, just in case it's different, even if it's not different to the email you're using, make sure that you then send the email <clears throat> that you have associated with your Amazon account. Just makes it a hell of a lot easier to, to send your prize. So, the winner will also be announced next week on episode 100. So, get ready. Lathan, what is this week? I'm, I'm kind of excited what to find out what is worded because the first two are pretty good. The, 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 the first two are pretty good words. So, Lathan, what is this week's special yeah, word? Talking. This week's special word is bumfuzzle. Oh, bumfuzzle. That is a. Is that with one M or two? That is. Well, let's have a quick. All oh, right. One, so I don't know if that so is a word, right. but I'll help it. Out. I'll help it. So it's spelled B U M F U Z Z L E. Two Z's. And it is an it adjective. Could have had two M's. It's an adjective, which means to be in the state of bewilderment, confused, or perplexed. To put it in a sentence, Elliot seemed a little bum-fuzzled by the negativity. Mm, I don't like that use of a sentence. Have you seen Elliot? Oh, gee, look at him. Have you seen his face? I think he's been bum-fuzzled. So, yeah. (laughs) That's... Tackles the old man in the back. <laughs> hey, you fancy going up to the the Ferris wheel and letting me bumfuzzle you? No means no. Don't bumfuzzle anybody. Can you show me on the doll where the man bumfuzzled you? Where he... <laughs> the bum, of course. Probably, yeah, the, 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 bum, the clues in the name, officer. Jesus, do your job. Sorry, I was, I was I was up late last night with the paperwork because I had to arrest his dog for drunk driving last night. Pretty crazy. Anyway, because he had his name on his collar, but it could have been. You know, what do you mean looking confused? We literally spoke about this story like thirty minutes ago. You know, the guy switched places with his dog in a car. We were talking about bum fuzzling, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. don't bum fuzzle dogs. Leave him alone. No, means no. no bum fuzzling with dogs. So just for those, since we're not on Insanity, just repeat that one more time, Mr. Lathan. This week's special word is bum fuzzle. Bum fuzzle. So there you go. Fire up the old email bum machines. Bum fuzzle. Might get put it on a t-shirt. It's a fun word. And send off yeah, those right? three winning words. And your email address associated with your Amazon account. And if you are lucky, as I say, I'll draw them live on episode 100 next week. Good luck, everyone. But anyway, it's now time for Kush to do what Kush does best. And that is review movies in this week's Kush's Movie Review. Cush's movie review. 
review, he is reviewing the other Fast and the Furious. Ah, Fast and the Furious, the only movie franchise that have more sequels than your average porn film. What do we got this time? That's not entirely true, but they have finally eclipsed Friday the 13th, and that's pretty spectacular. Have they, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, In fact, well, actually, no, they... There was a remake, so I'm counting the remake. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's now there's now an equal number of Fast and Furious movies as there are now. Um, you are you Friday the Thirteenth? Are you uh, including the the Shaw and Hobbs? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I am. I am mm-hmm. well. I also just before you get into your review, I just found out the the horrible news. And if you haven't heard this, please sit down. Uh, apparently, word on the street is that Fast X is the final movie in the Fast and the Furious lineage. However, apparently, it's only part one. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So, so if you, what you amazingly the, the creative trade. and new way has Vin Diesel found his way to drive a car? Kush, tell the people they want to know. I mean, this is Fast X. This is Fast and Furious. So this this is always a cinematic event. This is not just, you know, a movie for the sake of art. This is, you know, this is a reason to bring all the little ones and the big ones and have a great time at theater. Um, however, that last movie, Fast 9, was so egregious that it is it has literally affected... This uh, this Fast X, Fast Ten, so directed by Louis Lettre, who is responsible for the Transporter One and Two, also starring Jason Statham. Um, oh, good. This is that movie. It's a uh, rated PG thirteen, two hours and twenty one minutes. Ugh. It's an incomplete movie. Ugh. Um. Originally, again, if you follow the trades, this was always intended to be part one and a part two i don't know if we're just gonna call it fast x part one and fast x2 or just fast x11 or fast 11 whatever um they started puffing their chest out a little bit last week and going like we might even get a third one out of this so the way the numbers worked out this weekend no we're not getting a third one it's this is going to be just fast x2 and then that'll be it for this this generation of racers. There's gonna be a Fast and Furious the next generation, or yeah, apparently he's, do a prequel he's, series. He's already said he's uh, he's been writing a female-led spinoff. Apparently, yeah, I, yeah, I, I've heard that rumor. We'll, we'll see I, if it happens. But I also found that there was an animated series on Netflix which went like four seasons. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I see any no of idea. Ones, unfortunately. It's um it's a whole thing, dude. So then oh, Diesel's been making this his bread and butter. It's a monster. That is a great, it's a great coin of phrase there, Mike Fish. Yeah. It's a fast and furious movie. It's a cartoon. It gets bigger and bolder and more grandiose. Um, all your favorites are here. More people come back from the dead. Uh, Jason Momoa steals the show. But everything is, it's, it's ridiculous. 
and defies the laws of physics. Um, it's a better time than Fast 9. But I think we're now getting to a territory where like, well, Terminator Dark Fate was better than Genesis. They were one was definitely okay and one was horrible, but one should have been just better than okay. You know, they both should have been good. How about that? Yeah. So, How about them apples? Yeah. I had a good time with Fast X, but it gets so all over the place and you get a little lost in the action that like I'm checking out other people's reviews this week. I was like, oh, there there was a heel turn there? Oh shit. Oh, oh so and so was in this? Oh shit. I don't know. How did I miss that? Like, uh, there's a lot happening in here. I never left the theater. Maybe I left my body, but I never left the theater. So <laughs> I had a good just time. Zoning out. Would... Wait, can you just say family, please? Uh... Yeah. It, no doubt. Yeah. Great point. It's fun. I had a good time. I would definitely check it out one more time in the theater. I will probably stream it when it comes on the next in on Max or HBO Max or Discovery Max or whatever the new the new app is going to be in six months, um, but yeah, it's it's I'm giving it a strong three. I wish I could give it a low four, but strong three, three out of five. See, the, here's the thing with these things. I, I you know, all joking aside, I talk trash yeah, about them, but if anyone's legitimately like, I feel at this point. Giving this movie a serious review mm. is kind of like leaving a, a Yelp review from McDonald's. It's like, We're not going to get super, super into it. Yeah. Like I said before we started recording, I had a whole other review planned. And I'm like, eh, we're not going too far on this one. So let's just, we can't really say anything else that hasn't already been said about this. Did I have a good time? Yes. That's that's what's important. Do I want to see Fast 11? Absolutely. And then I'm looking forward to Fast and Furious, the next generation, because that is coming. They're, they've already set it up. Uh, Elena, those who know Fast and Furious, Elena had a daughter. She's now a super duper street racer. She's in this. Um, Domin young Brian Toretto, that's uh, Dominic Toretto's son. He's going to be a super duper racer. He's only 12 right now. Whoa. And he's murdering people with John Cena's help. Like this kid like pushed the button and like missiles went off and he killed a bunch of terrorists. Like it's all over the place. I'll be honest. Oh, I haven't so, watched it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm legally obligated to say like this series started off with a bunch of street racers stealing DVD players. I'm, I was legally obligated to say that. Sorry. Glad you got that in there. But yeah, it's 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 Almost just, it's a crime, whatever. I'm I, I I'm not going to talk shit because I I haven't watched a Fast and the Furious movie since Tokyo Drift, and the only reason I watched it is because oh, I have wow. a, I have a certain taste in lady, and I'm not ashamed to say it. So that was the only reason I watched that. But um... oh, fascinating. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Tokyo Drift, once upon a time, was the worst Fast and Furious. I think. I think people now think it's actually part two, if not part part nine, even right now. Um, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is the Rocky Five of the franchise. Like when it came out, it was terrible. But then we got Rocky Six, 
and creeds one two and three and now it is just as important as any other film in the series because this was this was that chapter of the story um yeah tokyo drift got retconned into the series so it actually like despite the fact it was the third it should have technically been like the seventh film interesting also too yeah, fast I too furious all over that it was great just because of the Luda soundtrack. Is Luda oh, okay. in Fast X? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ludacris is an implemental part of the family. He's the Good. he's the tactician. He's the um he's the engineer. He creates Two. all the fun weapons and tools and modifications. Like Ludacris is a big deal in the Fast family. And if you haven't just go browse Spotify or whatever, or however you get your music and Search for his song that he released for Too Fast, Too Furious. Still a banger to this day. I'll die on that hill. Too fast, too furious. Too fast, young man. Great yeah. stuff. So there you go. Anyway, Fast X Part 1. <sighs> three out of five. Unlikely to get a Part 3. Uh, definitely a Part 2 is coming, though, because they have... We have to complete the story. It's half a movie. It's absolutely half a movie at minimum. And if you're going to do spin-offs, give me some more Tokyo. Give me Tokyo Drift Part 2. They can do that now. Be brave. Be yeah. brave. They they can literally do that now. Han came back. Yeah, Han died in, in Tokyo Drift and came back. As you do. Twice. Was it, was it a shower scene? Well, he's like, oh my god, I had a Crazy dream. That's Dallas. That's a Dallas reference. Very nice. No, no one uh, gonna get they, that. They they did a whole. It's too complicated to explain. Don't worry about it. But here I am. Fan favorite Han Ciolo. He's actually my favorite character still. Wait, do you know what? at this point in the fight? It's Fast and the Furious again. Like I said, no one's. You're not really taking this seriously. It's not. This is going to be an Oscar nominated movie. Of course, but some they could just literally just bring back a character that's died, and then they could they just have. play it off of that and just be like, so someone goes, "Oh shit, I thought you died," and he's like, "No," and then just carry on. It's like, just don't. So Michelle Rodriguez died, came back. Han died and came back. Um, the villain from Part Six died. Could be. Yeah, it's um, death is much like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Death is not a problem here. However, how do people get killed in Fast X? Do they have they navigated time control or time travel in Fast Furious yet? That's sure to come. We went to space. It wasn't what I wanted in space. I wanted a drag race on the moon. Why but not? apparently, they're just like we just need to put them in space. Whatever. Um, <laughs> But yeah, time travel is sure to come. Like, I, in fact, that, that'll probably happen in Fast and Furious Next Generation. I hope they call it that, the Fast and Furious Next Generation. And then they have that, the same opening credit scene. And then like this car zooming past the camera. Yeah. And for some reason, Patrick Stewart's like really good at driving. Make it happen. Make it so. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be around still when that happens, but I don't hate it. We could get CGI Patrick Stewart with an AI implement. 
Ooh, Mike Fish. We need to shut up because people are going to steal this idea. Oh. Copyright, 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 Patrick Stewart AI, copyright, Patrick Stewart CGI. What about Waffle what Box about, Podcast? What about the big bad boss at the end of the Fast and the Furious franchise is David Hasselhoff with Kit. Oh, that'd be fun. That's that a universal so property. Fun. They could they could a thousand percent do that. Everyone Make keeps talking happen. about the Transformers. That's Paramount. Not Transformers. It can be done Kit. now. Because of Sony and mm-hmm. Disney, it can be mm-hmm. done now, but that's unlikely. But Knight Rider and Fast and the Furious, that could one thousand percent happen. Or just do it that like one thousand percent happen. I just do Fast and the Furious versus Knight Rider or some shit. I like Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park myself. Let's get some dinosaurs in that bitch. I want to see, I want to see the Dodge Charger drive up a T Rex's or a Brontosaurus's tail and up, up, up the spine and up the neck, and then do a flip or whatever the fuck it's supposed to do. What about? Oh fuck! Never mind. I just had a really good idea for another one, but then I just remembered Burt Reynolds passed away. CGI Burt Reynolds. CGI Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. They did that for Burt Reynolds' last movie, The Last Hollywood Superstar. The, brown the, last, the last Hollywood movie brown star. Brown. It was a very good movie. Starred the one of the girls from Modern Family. And they did this sequence where they took modern day Bruce Will modern day Burt Reynolds and superimposed him into cannonball run or smoking the bandit with smoking the bandit burt reynolds and they're just having a conversation back and forth like oh i, I think i remember I, seeing I them great goddamn movie absolutely it's very indie riffic i don't know where you could find it right now but absolutely check it out or go go full like back to the future part two and have them go back in time and so have that had like but one of the previous fast and the furious movies like the first one happening and then them like Vin Diesel like creeping past, making sure he doesn't accidentally yeah, 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 have sex yeah. with his mum, and it'd be great. <laughs> yes, uh, again, fa- uh, Back to the Future, u- a universal property, a thousand percent could happen. Look, I'm just giving you all of these fantastic ideas. See, this is what Fast we should be doing. Some minions. <laughs> okay, sure. How would they, no, come on. You, can't just say, you just can't mash up two. Give me, like, see, I'm giving you ideas here. You know, I'm saying, like, scenes. B2B2B with... B2B family. How... Blah, 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 blah. You're sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll let you down. Woohoo, Nas! Family. And then, oh, no, because it wouldn't work because it's Disney. Like, Minions no, is was... universal. No, but I was thinking about wouldn't, how much fun would it be to see. Vin, what's Vin Diesel's character? His name, Dom. Dom. Dom interacting with Groot. That'd be fun, but you would be able to do that. I mean, again, because of the Sony Disney Spider Man thing, it can Groot. be done. We are family, Groot. Yeah, yeah, we are family. I am Groot. We are family. I am Groot. We are family. It goes back and forth for like. And 10 Rocky's like, that's but not what he said. You said you're a bald jackass. I am Groot. Rocket would say that. You're so cool. 
Anyway, Fast X, three out of five. Check it out if you want to. Could have been better. Had a good time. And on that note, half a movie. Doot, doot. Oh, fucking hate like it's like doom, doom. Anyway, I hate it when they do that. Um, uh, let's wrap this show up. Let's end this on a high note. Bomb fuzzle. In this week's feel good story of the week. This week's feel-good story comes to us, of all places, Portland, Oregon. So, in 2018, now if I do apologize, I do, you know, if I mispronounce this surname, I believe it's Vietnamese, but I could be wrong. Um, Jenny Nguyen. Nguyen? Nguyen. Nguyen. Nguyen? Nguyen. Nguyen. Yen. New Yen. The N G Y U E N. New Yen. Jenny New Yen. Boom. Now it, so Jenny New Yen of Portland, Oregon, visited a nearly empty sports bar back in 2018 and asked the bartender if they could turn on the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship game. Um, okay. And the barman. Put it on, but he put it on the smallest TV in the bar without sound. What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. I'm but, laughing, but still, dick move. Never mind, because this inspired her. So fast forward four years later, and she was the okay. proud owner of Sports Bra where only women's sporting events are on TV. Um, the bar has been in business, as I say, since April 2022, and in its first year, turned a profit, she told CNBC. which One you know, happy anniversary. Yeah, and if you know anything about any type of business, it's impressive if you turn a profit within the first three years, let alone the first year, so bow. Have that. Uh, yeah, so right. Nguyen... Like you're supposed to be that... guaranteed to lose money for the first four years. Something like that, yeah. So she's doing well. Uh, Nguyen said she is, quote, risk-averse, but her love of women's sports and desire to share it with others got her to invest her life savings into opening the sports bra. It is believed to be the first bar of its kind in the U.S., and Nguyen said, knowing that this yeah. place is where everyone feels welcome makes it all worth it so there you go so one man being a complete douche inspired this woman to make a business for inclusive inclusive inclusivity jesus can't, can't speak inclusivity you did good yeah you did very good yeah. and she's making money so fuck you that guy important Oregon. Fuck you, that guy. Congratulations to her again. Congratulations. Like, again, within it's been 13 Daniel. months as we're reporting this. She made a profit already. She's also got a community behind her where guess what? The end the WNBA is not a draw. I don't know how it's still still a thing, but like it 
it fills up maybe one fifteenth of the any arena it's in. It's... Well, I think did we did we did we not discuss the WNBA on a previous episode of Waffle Box? I can't remember. I feel like we it's, did. There's been ninety nine of them. It'd be weird if we haven't at this point. But again, look, look, hey, real quick, let's take a little turn for the. Yeah, man. If if I, I'm down. pretty sure I had this point made this point, out, but if not, I apologize. Well, if I did, I apologize. Repeat myself. But if not, here's my big hot take on it. Because down, uh, nearby we have a team, New York Liberty. They play in Brooklyn, oh. and nice. I was like, oh. you know what? Let's let's uh, maybe let's just check out a game of the the New York Liberty. Oh, you support it? Outstanding. Well. In spirit, because I was going to go to see a game, oh. and that the tickets were like eighty to a hundred dollars for a game, and I don't care. Eighty to hundred dollars. Forget, forget about the sexes. I don't care about baseball that much <laughs> to spend hundred dollars on. So my here's my because they do, like you say they don't draw anywhere close to where the men are at. Now we could all talk about how that's bad and yada 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 yada. I've just done a bit. Just, what? What they need to do, what the upper upper echelon, upper tier, upper people, the higher ups, whatever you want to say, of the WNBA need to do, is because you need to make, like, think of it like this, right? You could have the best bar in the world, but if you're just walking through town and you look in and the bar is dead, you're probably going to, oh, maybe this bar isn't that good or I don't want to be the only one in. So you awkwardly walk past and you find a bar where it's a bit livelier, right? Sure. So, why not have ex- dirt cheap tickets to these games? Start packing out the arenas or a little bit more, and then when people watch it on TV or flicking through, they see a WME deck and the the place is packed or nicely full up. Suddenly, what's the what's the phrase? It's like um. Oh, oh my God! It's uh, something is reality. What is it? What's the? Oh, it's gonna annoy me. Perception is reality. There we go. That's it, right? That's perception is reality. Perception is reality. Gotcha. There we go. Zoom gave me a little thumbs up there. Anyway, all I want to say so, is so. But people, so, sorry, so, so, wait, so, so people see. Hey, look! Wow, there's like ten thousand people there. This must be good. And so more people will like watch and want to attend. And then as you start up, then you start raising your prices to that equilibrium and women get the money that they deserve for being sports stars. But you've got to, you've got to start somewhere. somewhere. Just, just help me you know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Sure. I don't know who my local NBA team is or if we even there's have There's not many of them. If I remember correctly, there's like... Yeah, there's very few of them. W... Oh, what I do know is that the New York Liberty was supposed to be they're supposed to be really good. They were, they they got destroyed in their opening game. I remember watching oh. that at the bar. It's a DC Mystics got smashed. Um do, do, yeah, it looks like there's there's 12 teams. Where would your let me let's have a let's find Cush Hayes' local team. Well, you got the do, 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 okay. So your local team will probably be the Los Angeles Sparks. We can't support Los Angeles. I'm from San Francisco. Well, all right. What about what about Las Vegas? Can you support Las Vegas? I but I wouldn't because it's not California. 
Oh. I guess can't we choose Chris Hayes? No, actually, we can. In this case, we can. All right. Well, so the the 12 teams are the Las Vegas Aces, the Atlanta Mm -hmm. Dream, Indiana Fever, which sounds like something you don't want to catch. No, um, I got that Indiana fever. I got that Indiana fever. Ooh. And the only prescription oh. is more cowbell. More cowbell. Um, New York Liberty, Minnesota Lynx, Phoenix Mercury, the Ooh. Washington Mystics, Chicago Sky, Los Angeles Sparks, Dallas Wings, Connecticut Sun, and Seattle Storm. They, they are My knee-jerk well. reaction is support Phoenix. That, that's 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 a whole family thing issue. Otherwise, it would literally have to be like, well, who's, who's got the best roster? Well, that, that's how I would support my WNBA team. But well, yeah, from, I, I definitely don't have a local team. From my um, limited knowledge, but apparently Las Vegas Aces and New York Liberty were supposed to be like the two teams that are like pretty stacked. Nice. And so I was very excited to watch New York Liberty because I thought, oh, they're going to they're going to destroy this fun. team, and then they just it's always fun lost by sixteen points. It was pathetic. Still, it's, it's the season a... is long. The season is long. It's... Is it okay? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Probably. Aren't American sports seasons well. always fucking long? Except for the NFL, which is only seventeen games. NHL and NBA only play like 82 games. 82 games. Season, which, which is a lot uh, compared to something like... Um, Baseball, where it's 500 odd like games. Football, football is only 18 games now, oh, plus man. postseason. Uh, but baseball is like 162 before we get to the playoffs. So baseball is definitely the longest. I don't know what our Major League Soccer schedule is like, but... It's, it's probably similar to what's what's going on back home for you. So by the looks of it, in the WNBA season, each team plays 36 games. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. I could, I could fuck okay. with 36 games. Yeah. You know, Premier League, soccer, they play 38 games. So I could fuck with 36. It's 45% of what the regular NBA does. So Some quick good man. for them. Yeah, well, I'm terrible at it, apparently. So... So they want to be 55%. Anyways, um, well, there's as we all know, female sports 100 one hour episodes equals 25 hours, apparently. You so, should. I can make fun of my oh, I was got... and you, Lathan's Le- got some heavy fingers there. there. <laughs> Way to distract me, Lathan. Yeah, man. There's enough female sports out there that this bar can literally do it from 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 end to end in her 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 broadcast day. So yeah, man, she's got a good thing. She's got a good community. She's apparently got a very good bar. Uh, I would check it out next time I'm in Portland. Absolutely, and yeah, it's like it's maybe not saying I'd go to all the time, but if I'm yeah, I'm fucking with like oh, there's a good oh, is it the the WNBA? I hope they have a wrestling like... night. Ramping they need up a women's wrestling night. If they don't, that's stupid. Oh, yeah, they could they show wrestling night. They could show wow, wow, and shimmer and shikar. Shikar is not a female, and shikar doesn't exist anymore. They always sounded feminine. 
it sounds like that was racist and sexist. A really elegant sneeze. Chikara. Chikara. Ooh, I'm allergic you. to these horses here. Chikara. What if she's allergic to wrestlers? I can't take her on a wrestling show. Well, that's a that's a baby oil allergy. Yeah. Could you imagine being allergic to baby oil? Yes, I can. In this day and age, everyone is allergic to everything. Also, just gross. Just anyway. There you go. That wraps up. So I think that's a good way to end. Episode 99 of the Waffle Box. The original Waffle Box. Don't desert, don't accept no substitutions. Yeah, accept no substitutions. <laughs> the Waffle Box Podcast. This is the Waffle Box Podcast. Best part of Hump Day. Push! Case. Um, just in case, I don't think you got you got nothing lined up this weekend, right? For extra extra content. Nothing new lined up this weekend. We're on a on a hiatus. How long? I don't know. Leave me alone. But check out last year's uh, microdoses at this time in May, and we go into all sorts of NBA conspiracy theories. It's actually one of my most popular episodes. Ooh, because there's a lot of crazy people out there that believe conspiracies. And they were probably very disappointed the fact that you poo-pooed their dreams. Uh, 100%. Never mind. But yeah, check all that. Go to Bosnet.family for the full archives of Microdose, Sweet Science, Fit Cinema, and Waffle Box as well. That's on there. Mm-hmm. Also, wrapping up uh, my other podcast, Clarence Big Blue Podcast, is wrapping up season three as we talk about West Ham. Heading into the Europe Conference League final coming up. So check that out. Go to cbbpod.com to enjoy that show from myself and Alex J. Middleton. Until next week. Oh, wait, I guess Lathan. Do you want to say goodnight? Goodnight, everyone. See you same time, same place next week for episode 100. Yes, you damn well will. Until next week, take care of yourselves and each other. That's all, folks.